Hi, my name is Becky B, and this is episode 7 of the Concentrated Grounder podcast, to the point commentary on the CW's The 100. Today, I'm talking about the Bechtel test, and I'm doing a throwback review of season 2, episode 6, Fog of War. The Bechtel test. Lots of people have been talking about it. If you don't know, the Bechtel test started as a joke in a comic strip, but has become somewhat of a litmus test for modern media. Here are the criteria. There must be two women who talk to each other about something other than a man. That's it. It doesn't seem like a big deal. And then you realize how many TV shows and movies don't pass this test. Not only is the hundred passing the Bechtel test, it's going above and beyond. Women are making decisions, they are empowered, they are competent, and they are doing stuff. This show blows the Bechtel test out of the water time and time again in every episode from the very beginning. Not many TV shows can say that. Let's look at the episode Fog of War. We have a female head of security and a female chancellor. We have a teenage female leading the 100 and a female engineer, and that's all before the opening credits. Other females driving the plot in this episode are Dr. Singh plotting the demise of the 47, Maya going against her people to tell Monty and Jasper about the secrets of Mount Weather, and Octavia shooting her rabid boyfriend to save her brother. And the great thing about this show is that no one questions it. No sexist remarks are made. No one ever questions someone's strength or capability because of gender. When Lexa is revealed as the commander, Felonius and Kane are surprised, but nothing in the show suggests that they are surprised because the commander is a female. Rather, it's Lexa's body language that makes us think she is weak and subservient. But all that changes when she reveals her true identity, and Kane just doesn't question it. I love all the female characters on the 100. Women make up 50% of this world, and it is about time our TVs and movies reflected this. But I have to ask myself, is this representation of gender, especially in the grounder society, realistic? The grounders are a Darwinistic society. Survival of the fittest, where conflicts are solved by strength and fighting. How is it possible that women have risen to all the leadership ranks? Yes, Lexa and Indra are good fighters, but we must assume that the men have been equally trained as well as the women. And the fact of the matter is that men are genetically stronger than women, having everything else being equal, and should dominate under these circumstances. There is the concept of religious belief that may partially explain why women have taken power in this society, and I've also heard theories that women perhaps fared better with the radiation, creating a matriarchal system within the grounder culture. Perhaps other explanations will come as the show progresses, but maybe an explanation isn't necessary. This is really just a science question on a sci-fi show, one of those elements of sci-fi that we can hand-wave away. Regardless, the introduction of Lexa as Commander of the Grounders gives us yet one more female to cheer for or despise, and the 100 is taking us one step closer to gender equality in pop culture. This has been Becky B. for the Concentrated Grounder Podcast. Thanks for listening. 
Give me any feedback you have in the comments, or you can catch me on Twitter or Tumblr.